0: With Zip and Jig.
1: Brought to you by Gaina Trucking.
0: Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. Well, you know, we get long-winded sometimes in the show, so we don't have a lot of time for Sean Callahan, but we always do have time for him to get information, so we're now joined by Husker Line Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. Don't jack uh, around. Ask uh, the The news questions. of yesterday, Nebraska finally has a couple names in the portal. Two quarterbacks, in Logan Smothers, Richard Torres, and a receiver, Victor Jones. Um, how much more action do you expect by Saturday in terms of hearing more guys to the portal from Nebraska, Sean?
1: Well, you, you've got to have more. I'm not on a timeline today, so you, you can hold me it all six. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh my God. God. okay.
2: Oh, we got. Time. All right. Okay. All right. That's good news, Sean. Thank you. Okay.
1: Um, so you don't have to speed talk with me here like okay. the micro machine commercials from the 1990s. Take, okay. But, uh, all right. Um, <laughs> there's gonna there's gonna be more um, obviously because the numbers <laughs> you got to be at 85 and they're at 95 right. today. Okay. Um, you know, I think the better question is how many guys will just stay at Nebraska and. and You know, be students and how many will go on the portal because you can stay and keep your your scholarship package um, just to not play football anymore um, as part of the coaching change rule they have in place. Or you can go on the portal like these guys did yesterday. And uh, as you guys probably know, the head coach can. Um, force these moves because of this rule in, in the NCAA rule book and that's what's going to have to happen now to get down to eighty-five scholarships.
2: Sean, you spoke in Fremont last night to a group of Husker fans. What's the level? Do do people ask you about this topic a lot? Like, is there is there fans that are concerned about it, or are they just would you describe them as more interested?
1: Um, I would say more interest. I think people have known since. January, February, there was a time when they were like at 103 players on scholarship. That's a lot. Like they had an extra recruiting class on top of the entire 85 scholarships that they had to kind of move out. So um, I think it's been well known that this day was going to come. But, you know, they're they're holding the meetings now with the players and, you know, each day like yesterday, three just kind of popped. And I'd imagine um, as the week moves on through Friday, that's how it's going to play out here. Um, w- with those those player exit meetings with the
0: coaching staff, Sean Sip said earlier that in in terms of all across college football, he would be surprised with any name. He would not be surprised if any name ever entered the portal. Nobody
2: would surprise, like me.
0: even Marvin Harrison at Ohio yeah. State, for example. Do, do you feel the same way in general regarding the portal? Like you wouldn't have any surprise with any names?
1: Well, I mean, you're seeing it in basketball. I mean, look, look at like Creighton. Ryan Nemhart went in. Right. You know, they just had, they almost went to the final four, and he went in the portal. Um, So, yeah, yeah, you you see it everywhere in all sports now, Um, you know, no matter just because it's so much easier uh, to to transfer. And, you know, last year, I I think Casey Rogers and, you know, before that, Del Robinson and, um, you know, even Luke McCaffrey uh, at the time. You know those types of moves really, you know, rock Husker fans just to see guys that you're like, oh, these are solid Husker guys that want to be at Nebraska. They're good players for us, and then it's going the portal. And you're right; I think it's just kind of part of the the model now, unfortunately, where this is going to happen more. And nil plays a factor too. If a guy you know thinks his his value is higher than maybe what what it's perceived at one school, he's going to enter the portal and and test the water. I mean, look at Alante Brown right now. He's got Colorado, Michigan State. He's going to visit Purdue this weekend. Uh, He's got some pretty quality options right now uh, where if he Mm -hmm. came back to Nebraska after not not being at school this semester, um, he may not have been a starter at that point.
2: Shifting gears, Sean Callahan joins us from HuskerOnline.com. Shifting gears, now you've had a few days to ruminate on the spring game. What are your – what, I guess – Let's do the optimism thing. What makes you opt, maybe more optimistic about the 2023 season after watching the spring game and ruminating on it?
1: Oh, I, I like the direction of the offense and, and where it's heading. Um, I, I think you have to have some sort of dual threat option with a quarterback game or with your offense in general. And They didn't have that with Whipple a year ago. They really want those quarterbacks um, to, to do much. So the run game was a lot easier to diagnose um, when you take the quarterback out of the picture, and yeah. I think having Jeff Sims, or, or Casey Thompson, um, run the ball more and, and just do some different elements, it's going to do a lot. And I, I think uh, the you know the, they, they lost Trey Palmer, but right? I think Billy Kemp's going to be a fine receiver at Nebraska. And I think Marcus Washington is poised to, to have a good year, and I think they're going to be good at tight end. Um, so those are areas of you know the offensive line continues to be a, a question. Um, they they weren't going to really just be able to fix that overnight. Um, so what can they put together as a scheme to help that group have success? I think that's 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 what you got to figure out now. You can't, you know. I, I felt like at times last year what they were doing probably wasn't the best situation for guys like Bryce Benhard and some of the tackles. Um, just just obvious third and long passings were you know they they were putting these tough. Five step drop situations for the, for the quarterback where they just weren't really built to win. You know, hmm. so I think you've got to create a system to help that line as much, or protect that line and, and let them grow some confidence because their confidence level the last two years being ranked dead last and pass protection on Pro Football Focus both in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two of all power five teams uh, that should get your attention. I, you know, on the defensive side, um, I, I like how they flew around. Yeah. I thought the young early enrollee guys. Um, really showed a lot of promise, which it's tough to do. Uh, Prince well, um, Princewell did really well. Cam Lenhart,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, even Maverick Noonan. I mean, there, there's a lot of uh, promising young parts they've added to that defense. And MJ Sherman's been a, a great addition
2: from Georgia. Did Heinrich. I'm just going to do this, Sean. Did Heinrich Harbour mm. help himself in this scrimmage?
1: You know, it, it's hard to. Probably not. If you're just going off the scrimmage, no, it wasn't his best day, but. He had a nice run. He did a two-point conversion play. Um, but other than that, no. I mean, really, Jeff Sims, to me, was the only quarterback that collectively put together a solid day. He was 9-13 for nearly 140 yards, had a rushing touchdown. Um, but nobody else really, in my opinion, had a, had a strong day of, of those quarterbacks. They all had kind of their ups and downs um, coming out of them. I mean, but we what we know about Harburg is he's a big, physical guy that can run. Um you know, the wind was blowing and howling in that stadium, and, and he didn't do a very good job consistently on his opportunities of throwing it.
0: Regarding the running backs, we saw Gabe Urban have a touchdown. We saw you know, Anthony Grant had some nice runs, too. I mean, in, ter- in general, with that room, Sean, do you feel as good as, you know, Sip's been high in the room this, this spring so far. Are you high on that room, too, at this point?
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean, I think they've got options, and you need options. You can't just go in with one running back because we've seen enough now. You have to have two or three, and they have two or three. And I think A.J. Allen's still kind of a mystery where he factors into this discussion, uh, because we know the talent level, uh, but he you know, battled a head injury in spring and, and some other things that limited his reps. He played Saturday, uh, but it still feels like Anthony Grant's the best of that bunch, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, you can't give Anthony Grant 28 carries a game. I think you need to have about two guys that can take about 15 each, and hopefully they can find that, with whether it's Gabe Bervin and Grant or, or whatever that combination is with A.J. Allen in there, too.
2: You, are you surprised to see Miles Farmer on the second-team defense?
1: Oh, I don't put a lot into those spring-team units. I mean, I don't know if that's that's in stone. I mean, I, I just think they were trying to mix and match. Um, Corey Collier was on the first team of the other side, right? right? So
2: it was, uh, Yeah, it, it, it was Omar Brown on the first team, Isaac Gifford, on the first team, and Collier; those are those we're, were the first. Teams. Have
1: said though that they will rotate a ton. Like he want, it's like we're going to play a lot of guys on defense. Um, so if you're a quality second teamer, that probably means you're still going to see a lot of reps. So I, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say for sure we know he's a second teamer, um, but you know, some guys have had some good springs around him too. So it will be interesting to see how they put that puzzle together because they've got a lot of depth. On the back end of that defense, a lot of guys coming back. Um, and, you know, they're going to rotate in. A, uh, sounds like a lot of different bodies.
2: Excuse me for doing this, Sean, but we've, it's been a topic on our show. Um, Bill brought up the retractable roof idea, and it seemed to get—I <laughs> ca- know it's odd, but it seemed to strike a chord with a lot of people. Is it now, Sean? I—is it—is it—is it even worth discussing?
1: What, what's the price going to be? Is, well, we is don't probably know that. The part worth discussing, we we, we know what it's going to cost to just fix up the south end zone. How much? How much is 500 that? $500 dollars.
2: Do you think it'll be five hundred million to fix, to to refurbish that area? Yes, five hundred million. Two For, two
1: to five hundred is the range, depending okay, well, on what they decide to
2: okay, do. Okay. Okay. All right.
1: Um, according to the numbers on the board of regents um, meeting minutes, so when you start adding an extravagant roof and things like that. I mean I don't even want to take a guess what that would cost <laughs> and figure out how to put that onto a hundred year old structure.
2: I think you could do this. Sipple has I'm, the numbers. I'm gonna play A D with you Sean. There. What if we could what if we could cut the refurbishing of the South Stadium to two hundred million and spend two hundred million on a retractable roof. I'm not joking. <laughs> would it cost more than that? I mean uh, I have no, no. idea. Like, no I think to, like, I think <laughs> you could do it for two hundred million. Now, to fair that now I, I got to tell you guys that 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 Denver Post article was eight years ago that I was. <laughs> <from>. <laughs> the prices, the prices have changed a little bit in the, in the last eighty years.
0: It, All right. It would be
1: so <laughs> high up at the. I mean, this- the, the press box levels go six or seven stories tall. Right, it's, it's it would be. Like, you're right,
2: Sean. It'd be super. It'd be a super high. It would be
1: massive. Yeah. we just I'll, love the idea. How much labor would go? It would, it would take like three years to probably figure <laughs> it all out. But it'd be awesome, though. You're probably it'd right, awesome, Sean. Though
2: we could get some South Omaha monster guys on it, though. monster truck stuff in, in like February. <laughs> We could get some yeah. South Omaha guys on. There's yeah. going to be some guys out of a job up there, yeah. so we, I would <laughs>
1: enjoy it for the state high school football championship games, just, just because I have to work the sidelines for all uh, all six games.
2: Yeah,
0: so you so have those
1: two days alone. I would take the roof.
2: Yeah, yeah, close, yes.
0: yeah you'll contribute there, to man. the fund. That's right. We'll help. Sean will help out. Sean, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We'll chat with you again next week. Thanks, guys. Sean Callahan, Husker Online. Seven years ago. <laughs> Great journalism, great job.
2: Well, <laughs> here's what's going on, Bill. I can I can yeah. inform, I yeah. can teach you a lot, and if you would yes, let me, I
0: would like to. Yes.
2: What newspapers are doing now, and their websites are—they're updating stuff and they're putting recent dates on. On article, so it's That's you got to be really. Isn't that illegal. No, no, you got to be really it's careful. Tricky is what that is. Yeah, it's tricky.
0: You got to be careful. Tricky. I was re- tricky, tricky. 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 What's up, player? <laughs> <laughs> when, right. yeah, what when we come back, what we got to do? Song of the day, and we have we have a lot of mailbag questions today. Do we, we actually we actually do. All right, let's go. A, let's let's go. go. Let's get to that next on early break in the ticket.